Coming up, we talk about our trip to Disneyland while Sean, Craig, and Corey drink Indonesian poop coffee. (laughs) Something I never thought I'd say in my life. Coming up next. This is the Dis Unplugged, episode number 597, for the week of April 16th, 2013. The Dis Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, specializing in helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Welcome to the show, everybody. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, Craig Williams, Tom Bell, Corey Martin, and a one-man band back in the production nook, Dustin <laughs> West. Like a DJ. Um, <laughs> and, the DJ. Uh, yeah, the cone is and there. And the cone. The cone is in the building. Um, and uh, just to watch Dustin... Uh, jump around, uh, I'm going to ask everybody at the table to randomly yell out an attraction that you want a picture of on the on the screen. We'll just so keep I, doing Switch to Me. When I yell, Haunted Mansion. Switch to Me. You're going to see how long it takes him to get a picture of Haunted Mansion. Um, as uh, some of you may or may not know, um, the team was out in Disneyland last month, and uh, we were tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking, and we had a lot of people following us. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we were out there on one of our yearly, bi-yearly now, content trips. And uh, it has always been my great challenge to try and convey to people who are used to going to Disney World the value and beauty of the experience of going out to Disneyland. Uh, I was one of those people who always thought, why should I go to Disneyland? I've got Disney World right here. And, you know, is it really different? The answer to that is yes, it really is that different. And uh, so we're kind of going to kind of approach these from that standpoint. If you're a Disney World vet, you know Disney World, and you haven't been to Disneyland or you haven't been to Disneyland in a long time, uh, that's kind of the, the, the approach we're taking here. Uh, Sean and Craig both um, were basically newbies. Uh, Craig hadn't been in quite a while since yeah. you were very young. It was 1999. Which was, you means you were practically a fetus. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Craig had never, or uh, Sean had never been. Yeah, this was my first time. And <clears throat> so I thought it would be interesting to kind of get their perspective and see. Uh, of course, we're joined by the host of the uh, Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition, Tom Bell. Uh, that show every Thursday, uh, disunplugged.com. You can subscribe to that feed. I encourage you to do so. It's an amazing show. They do a great job. Wonderful team. Uh, incredible information, and especially some of the history pieces right, and the right. background pieces you guys do are, are really second to none. Um, and uh, so I encourage everybody to listen to the show um, because Tom refuses to go video. Exactly. He's And I can't record my PJs. <laughs> um, to uh, get started with uh, the segment, if Dustin's ready, yep. um, we have a video that Craig put together kind of encapsulating uh, the experience that we had over the five or six days that we were out there. Just to let everybody know, this is part one. We're going to talk about Disneyland. Next week, we're going to talk about California Adventure. The week after that will be uh, Downtown Disney and the Disneyland Resort Hotels, which is the Grand California and the Disneyland Hotel. Just let my wife know I'm never coming home. (laughs) Well, no, we're pre-recording those segments. Let's not not lead them on. Uh, We're pre-recording those segments. this week, and those will go up next week and the week after. Um, but it's the Grand Californian Disneyland Hotel and the Paradise Pier. Um, but uh, Craig has put together a wonderful overview of our trip, and we're going to play that for you now. So if you're listening instead of watching, uh, you can check this out on disunplugged.com or on our YouTube channel. Links to that on the show notes page. 
So let's go ahead and watch. Awesome. <laughs> awesome job. Awesome job. That um, was a great video, Craig. Thank you. Horrific. Uh, oh, and I just want to make sure I make reference to the Indonesian crap coffee. <laughs> I'm uh, starting to sweat a little bit. For those that were watching the last show, one of our listeners sent in coffee that is from Indonesia that was literally, like, crapped out by an animal. And uh, during the break, we ground it up, and Sean, Corey, and Craig are drinking it right now. It's an interesting flavor. I don't think I like it's it. Not as, it's not as Putin as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. You've been saving that last You've been really that for a few minutes. I really am starting to sweat a little bit. Craig, what do you think of I'm, it? I mean, I'm shaking a little bit. I don't know if it's because it's my <laughs> first time at the table or if it's the coffee, but I'll, I'd drink it again. It's better than the coffee I have at home. Because it has okay. poop on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, they were actually eating the beans. <laughs> yeah, we did. And I'm not going to tell you the name I gave them for that, but. Oh, Lord. <laughs> show up at a meet. Show up at a meet, and I'll tell you personally what I called them. Um, all right, let's, let's go ahead and get started with uh, talking, about, talking about Disneyland. I, um, I'm fond of saying that one of the reasons I love the Disneyland park so much is that it is the original, it is the only one that Walt actually walked through and uh, had a direct hand in everything that happened there uh, up until he died. And that, for me, that, that feeling, that, that legacy, that history is just seeped into the ground and you feel it as you walk around. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to describe. Um, it's also a very different vibe than our Magic Kingdom. Um, Disneyland, in a lot of ways, is a locals' park. It has been part of the culture in Southern California since 1955. Everyone grew up with it. Everyone there grew up going to Disneyland. Um, so there's a pride of ownership in that park that, in a way, I don't think we have here in Orlando. Uh, Orlando is a much more transient town, or at least through the beginning years of, of Walt Disney World. Uh, I think it's becoming less transient now, but... Um, so there's not that same pride of ownership uh, here that you have out there. And uh, the Disneyland fans are, uh, uh, they're a tough bunch. Yeah. Yeah. They're a very tough bunch. Uh, they don't take well to a lot of change. Um, a lot of certain changes right. when they start messing with the legacy. Yes, definitely. Um, they'd never pull Mr. Toad's Wild Ride no. out of Disneyland. No. They'd never get away with it. And they had a real hard time on their hands when they tried making changes to Small World. Yeah. I think it turned out well, though. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, you know, where, where that was concerned, it was what Marty Sklar said. It's not a museum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because at first I was like, oh, they can't. They can't do that. But when he said that, it's not a museum. Well, he's right. It's not. It's not. But um, it is a very, very different experience, especially if you have been to Walt Disney World. So... I want to talk to Sean and Craig a little bit because for them this was a brand new experience and for you a brand new experience seeing it through the eyes as through your eyes as an adult. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with a lot more experience at, at Walt Disney World. So let's talk about that moment, that first time walking through. Well, I mean, even before you go into the park, uh, Disneyland, you notice the differences immediately because the parks are so close to each other. And I, had, I knew that they were relatively close but i mean they were right next to each other you could just walk across i think it was what like 100 feet california was, adventure is built on the old parking lot it was unbelievable to me i mean because here we, it's so different you, there's no way you can walk to between parks you can walk everywhere at disneyland yeah every downtown disney is so easy to get around and isn't that just, a great downtown yeah. disney and the resorts are right there so, so yeah it kind of i mean it's maybe backtracking a little bit and explaining for people um uh, the resorts, Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier are right next to each other. They're connected via downtown Disney to both California Adventure and the Disneyland Park. It's a very short walk, about five to seven minutes, depending on which hotel you're coming from. The Grand Californian is actually built uh, in the middle of downtown Disney and, and actually has an entrance right into California Adventure. So that's quite a bit closer. Grand Californian is their flagship resort. Uh, built by or, or designed by the same architect who designed uh, the Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge here in in, in Florida. So, um, but then you know, getting back into Disneyland, as soon as you enter, 
Main Street just has a different feeling. It almost feels like a real town when you walk through it. And I don't get that sense for, for us here. You can kind of see Tomorrowland, you know, on the right-hand side. And so you know that other stuff is there. You know, the trees aren't right up against Main Street. So it looks like, you know, stuff's behind there. It's also a little smaller and more intimate. It is smaller, but not in a bad way. It's just a more compact kind of right. immersive More, more way. realistic. Yeah, it seemed to me to be more realistic, yeah. Well, I didn't get the whole small aspect of it whenever I walked in there. I thought it actually looked like the street was a lot wider. I mean, the buildings didn't seem as high, but it to me, I just didn't... I felt completely surrounded by everything, but it felt so wide open. And it felt like there was more to do, actually, walking down their main street or just being in there. There was a lot more to experience. Yeah, ours. things are a lot more separated, so there's multiple shops that you can go yeah. in. It's not like, you know, we have the Emporium on the left-hand side, which is just all one store. At Disneyland, it's all really broken up, and you can go into different places, and it's which really I deep. love. Yeah. And the details in there are so amazing. Like, they have these, like, animatronics up in their ceiling, and it's just really cool. And there's different rooms, and everything's themed differently. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, once you get out of Main Street, the, the hub really shocked me because it's just so cramped together. Like, our hub is huge. Right. Like, you could just fit a million people there. But Disneyland's hub is just so tiny. <laughs> and, and the Astro Orbiter is right there yeah, on, yeah. on the hub. Right. That's, that's <laughs> like, the biggest part of it. Like, you're standing in the middle of the street, but Astro Orbiter really is only, like, 20 yards away I from I think it's you. in the hub, isn't it? Practically. Like it's not yeah. even in Tomorrowland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, isn't a bad thing. It's just, I guess they didn't have enough L- room. Lots of people want that thing to move. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of like your hat. Your exactly. Hollywood Studios hat. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's nicer because you can get to different lands quicker. You know, there's not this huge street you have to walk around. And and I love the trees in your hub. Yeah, their hub is more pic- yeah. picturesque, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Agreed. Oh. Agreed. And we were there at a perfect time. It was like these beautiful pink flowers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could really like uh, photograph the partner statue and get the castle in behind. It was really nice. Ours is kind of bare. What on Main Street stood out to you? What was like your... For me, it wasn't really any building per se. It was just once you walk in the main gate, you go down and you're in Main Street. I just... Something about the feeling of being there, just it was completely overwhelming. Like, you know, we were in California Adventure before. It was awesome there. I love that park. But I didn't get that feeling. Like, it was kind of like, oh, like, I'm actually here. And this is happening right now. And that, I mean, it translated into the other areas of the park once you're walking around. But just standing right in their main street, it felt you know, like you said already, it's Walt was there. Right. It yeah. was just incredible. There, there were specific things that I was looking out for. Like I wanted to see the lamp in Walt's apartment yeah. above the fire station. And I wanted to see his park, his park bench from Griffith park. That's inside great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see the magic shop basically just cause like famous people have worked there. Steve Martin yeah. right. used to work there. So there's just so much history that, you know, these people have been there. And that's why I wanted to go see Jungle Cruise so much because John Laster was a skipper there. Right. And, you know, you remember these things and you've learned them. And we don't quite have that much history. Not like that. Not that kind yeah. of it. We have our own history. Yeah, but of it's course. Not, it's just I, a different type. I don't think the lore here is as rich yeah. as it is in Disneyland. Then again, it's been around longer. Um, and again, it's also part of that, you know, how Disneyland is so tied to the social fabric in Southern California. Yeah. Um, and the culture in Southern California. Well, I mean, I was even walking down Main Street and I was like, oh, that's where Julie Andrews was on the trolley when she did that special. And I remember her hanging up. I mean, you remember well, that stuff. Of you course you remember that <laughs> well, <yeah>. stuff. <laughs> then he maybe, broke out into a song. <laughs> maybe everyone doesn't remember that. But I don't know. It's so exciting to, to see the places that you've seen growing up. I think the lamp was the coolest aspect for me on Main Street. Like, I didn't even know about it until we were walking out uh, the night we saw Fantasmic. Whenever we walked by, mm-hmm. everyone's like pointing at it. And I wasn't paying attention. And then once I asked you what we were looking at, it was just... Oh, really? That is... Yeah. There's nothing like that, in my opinion, on our main street. Nothing that sticks out, just like that one solitary thing. It's amazing to me. Right. Mm. So, their castle, among Disney World fans, is often the butt of jokes for its size. Um, Which, I have to be careful, because he's in the room now. Mm -hmm. So, he'll he'll come across this table at me. Um, What was your impression of their castle? I absolutely loved it. I thought it was very charming. Yeah, I, I thought it was perfect for the yeah. park. It just it fits into that park. Did you get to do the walkthrough? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, awesome. See, I, think that I was love amazing. the fact that you can walk through. Yeah, right. There is a uh, there is an uh, 
the story of uh, Sleeping Beauty. Right. Uh, you can actually kind of walk through that castle, and it tells the story of Sleeping Beauty. It's brilliant. And it's they're just beautiful. these like small vignettes that you look at through a window, but the effects are really cool. There yeah. was this one scene where um, Maleficent was like, there was like a fire, and she like oh. came up, and then there's this really cool thing, like it's the Haunted Mansion effect, where they do the shadow on the wall, but it's her. It's Maleficent, and she's like walking yeah. past yeah. in the green light. It's really cool. Yeah. I basically yeah. had to drag him out of there. Otherwise, we would have been in there for we were about holding two up hours. the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, but, but it's exciting. And I wanted to see right next to the castle the um, the Snow White statue because I mean a little that's like classic. Yeah. 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 Oh, the 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 white ones. The white, yeah, the yeah, white yeah. fountain statues. Yeah, that was cool to see. Now moving over, let's uh, go from the castle. Let's move over to Tomorrowland and. Uh, their Tomorrowland, very, very different in yeah, some ways. Than I'm ours. glad that we're doing this fairly recent because I hated Tomorrowland there. Did you I really? I really did. There were a couple things I loved. I loved Interventions um, because I recognized the shape of the building. Right. Because, you, I mean, you can go back and look at old photos right. and that's the exact same shape with that big ramp um, curving around the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could connect it with what I, what I remembered. But I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was that much to do there. Well, you've got the Astro Orbiters. You've got yeah. Buzz Lightyear. You've got Space Mountain. You've their got Star Space Tours. Mountain is better. Oh, their Space Mountain is a lot oh, yeah. better. Yeah. Their yeah. Buzz Lightyear is better. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think their Buzz Lightyear is better. Uh, I have not done Space Mountain out there. What's different about it? Uh, almost everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even the ride it's vehicle totally is different. different. Yeah, it's totally it's a two-person seater. It has speakers. Um, the music is yeah, the, the huge thing. And it's so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our whole track needs to be redone. So it's just like that one. In ours, it just feels like... You know, you're on it, and you're just trying to hope that your head doesn't get knocked off. Like, you're worried about what's going on around you. You constantly hear all the other trains moving around you there. You feel like you're by yourself in the rocket with everyone else you're with. It's just, and it's dark, so you can't see anything. You're just there. And it was awesome. I loved it. It was, like, the greatest start to our Disneyland day. So, um, where do we go next? We go into uh, well, Fantasyland. Yeah, before that, the only thing that I didn't like about Tomorrowland is that we didn't get to do enough of it. We were busy running around the rest of the park. Like I really, what wanted, would you you wanted to do Buzz Lightyear? I wanted to do Buzz Lightyear because yeah. I kept talking about it, and then we just ran out of time, and that drove me nuts because all I've heard from people is that it trumps ours mainly yeah. because you yeah. get to pull the gun out. And it's like a freestanding gun, right? Yeah. It's not connected. Gun, yeah, yeah like, I think I think it's worth noting that their uh, speedway or the Autopia there is a, a lot better than ours that, as well. It goes longer, through an actual yeah. environment. Yeah. It doesn't look like the IndyCar or NASCAR thing that we have. I, so I, I like that. Yeah, and, like, and it, yeah. it fills up that space, you know. Yeah. One yeah. thing that was sad was the track for was it Rocket Rods? What's it called? The people, the old people mover track. Okay, it's so close to your head, like you could almost reach up and touch it. Right when you're walking through Tomorrowland and it's just not being used for anything? Nope. Yeah. Whenever I was there in 99, it was rocket rods. And the we wanted to go on it that day, but the only thing we kept hearing was it had broken down like all the time. Yeah. And But it had that allure, and they really need to do something with that. The, the problem is the the getting people off the ride and all the new rules and evacuation procedures yeah. and stuff like that you, they just can't oh is that what it, it was yeah that's what it is okay well, i mean that's if they if they put in a new attraction they'd have to redo widen it widen the tracks or yeah. something see that structure really makes tomorrowland seem very small because it breaks up the skyline yeah and you know it's like there's a roof over your head through well, tomorrowland that's actually interesting because tomorrowland there it didn't seem high like ours is you have our astro orbiter way up and you know everything just seems very towering in ours there it just felt really wide open which is not like a lot of the rest of the park but it just didn't feel like there was anything dominating that area well i think it's also worth mentioning that their monorail uh stops in tomorrowland monorail goes from uh, downtown disney to uh, tomorrowland and back and their monorail is different than ours uh did you guys get a chance i did not get a chance to go on the monorail Mm -hmm. their windows open can you stand well, up in them? They, they seem really small. They, they're kind of, I don't yeah, think, yeah, yeah, they're not really stand-upable. Oh, okay. Um, they're more for seating. Yeah. And um, but the window's open because there's no air conditioning on right. them. Is that correct? Right. So, um, well, and you, know. you can still sit in the front in yes. there, yeah. as we and, saw. And the back, yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. Which I'm really upset that I didn't get to do. 
I really want to do that. He's 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 angling for another trip out there. That's what this is. Well, I didn't get to do that because well, you were making us run around the park. Didn't have time for Finding Nemo either. Oh, just throwing yeah, that out there. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. When 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 we're out there again and you're not, we'll we'll do it for you. And I'll vine it for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> um, let's move over to Fantasyland. Um, got a chance to do a Small World out there, mm-hmm. significantly different than ours. It I is. think in, in yeah. a lot of ways. Um, we talked a little bit about the characters being added. I thought that was a nice addition. I agree. Yeah, I, I'd never take... seen it before, but I don't know. I thought it was okay. Yeah. It didn't take anything away from it. Uh, in certain scenes, I thought it added to it. Yeah. But in other ones, like I believe is the Finding Nemo ones, that felt a little out of place. Yeah, because they're just, just stuck right Yeah. But the ones that they tried to integrate the characters looking like the Small World characters, I, I had no problem with it. I think the biggest thing about Small World is the facade on the outside. Oh, yeah. The, the beautiful wall with the clock on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so um, iconic. I, That's you, what, you yeah. took the words right yeah. out of my mouth. It's iconic. Absolutely. And it's like the original, and you, could, you, you know it from well, just seeing Exactly. Pictures. Yeah. Exactly. Um, another cool thing is you go outside, so that's yeah. where you yeah. get on and out of the boat, which is so different than what we're used to. What do you think of Fantasyland and Disneyland overall? Um, I loved it. It seemed spread out to me, and there were different areas to Fantasyland. Right. Um, so as where we kind of have one kind of big area that's, I mean, it's spread out, but it's at least grouped together. For In Disneyland, it seemed like there was that area near Small World, which didn't almost seem like part of Fantasyland. It seemed right. kind of in the back, and it, there was that pathway to Toontown. But then the main Fantasyland area with the carousel and all the dark rides, I loved that. Their, their buildings were beautiful. Yeah, it's set up like a little village. It like, looks like a, a little European town. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah our... Our fantasy land just kind of looks a little run down compared to theirs. And it's so much older, but everything is just themed so well in that area. Yeah. And there's so much to do. Fantasy land was one of my favorite lands there. And I, the other day, whenever I was in magic kingdom, I just ran through fantasy land really quick. And just, it was my first time being back in there since we've been back from California. And I just, kind of laughed. Their fantasy land blows ours out of it the water. It has so much oh, character. Yeah, their, their teacup area. No, also the, no, the Grant, I'm sorry. Okay. Also the Snow White ride, the uh, the evil queen will look out the window. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And there's also, yeah, you get Storybook Land too. Um, but the, I, I, you know, I mean, granted now we have, you know, new fantasy land. Um, but I think just apples to apples comparing yeah. Our old fantasy land to their fantasy land, they just take the cake. The best ride I did at Disneyland was in Fantasyland. I am in love with the bobsleds, the Matterhorn bobsleds. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I love them. Yeah. I love the attraction. I love the shape of the mountain. I think it adds so much to like the skyline of, of it Disneyland. It does. It is pretty. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I've heard in the summertime you can go and there's actual climbers. Yes. Um, yeah. Do they still yeah. do that? Yeah. 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 And there is, in fact, a basketball court inside that mountain. Yeah. I was in on it since they redid it. Was it, was it smooth? It's not no, smooth. No. It's not matter hurt. The ride at all. Yeah. No. I wouldn't say it's it, it's definitely not smooth, but it's not as jerky as everyone was. I was expecting well, pretty bad. I went on it. I went on it with Walter before they rehabbed it, and they really should have been handing out like back braces and yeah. neck braces because really? it was oh my lord. It no, was, I didn't have that experience. No, that's that's so how that I felt smoother. though. No, I. I didn't think it was smooth. I went at all. into it expecting something horrible. Like I thought I was going to need a neck brace, like yeah. surgery. Yeah. When I got off, I was just like, "Oh, this hurts so bad!" And Sean's just like giddy and smiling. <laughs> what did we go on the same ride? We must not have. I don't know. No, I guess not. I was in the back seat, so maybe. I'm with Craig. I avoided that ride. I mean, I'll still go on it every time I'm there. I love that ride. I love the waterfall. You see the Yeti. Yeah. It's just—it's really cool, and you get really good views of the park. You also have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Fantasyland in Disneyland, which we don't have in Orlando. We did have in Orlando, and they took it out to put in Winnie the Pooh's Acid Trip. Um, <laughs> and you know that's another iconic classic. Um, Mr. Did, did you guys? You we guys? Did. Did you get a we chance did to Mr. Toad's? Toads? Yeah, yeah. We waited. I, we waited a good amount of time for it, too. It was one of the longest lines that I, we stood I love in. that ride. I never but. did it here, so I didn't know exactly what to expect. Uh, it's really fast. I don't know. It, it is. It's, yeah. it's just, it's, 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 I, think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's, yeah. you know. It's and not it what ours ride. was. Oh, it's not? But no, because we had the two tracks. Two tracks. And this okay. is coming from 
way back memories for me because what they took it out probably the last time i wrote it was in 94 so i was seven years old i barely remember it but yeah. ours was better but it's still nice to go back it was the same storyline of when it. you're going to hell and there's kind yeah. of yeah. okay yeah but no it was i i loved it the only thing i wish is that our gopro video that we shot of yeah. that would have came out brighter I keep watching it at home and I hear everything that's going on in the ride and you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. it's really dark. Like, ride. Uh, what else in Fantasyland? Anything else stand out? Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, we did Alice in Wonderland and I loved it. Yeah. It was, I've never done that. Oh. Oh. It's really cool. You go up on the roof and there's like this section where you're like going downhill and it's really It is cool. bizarre when you go on the roof. Yeah. That that was one of my favorite ride, rides in Fantasyland and in Disneyland in general. Like uh, we did the pool for people choosing which Disneyland video they wanted to see of ours. And it was like neck and neck between, I think it was, oh no, it was Monster Inc. and Alice and Grizzly. And I was hoping it'd be Alice because it was such an amazing experience on that ride. But it ended it was, up being? It ended up being Grizzly. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not bitter. <laughs> it needs to I, I can see them all whenever I want. But no, Alice, it's just, it's my favorite dark ride. Well, you're going to put Alice up, right? What's that? Oh, yeah. 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 Alice is coming up very shortly, and it's amazing. The quality came out great, and it's going to just make people want to go there and actually see We it. have a ton of videos from this trip, and it was so nice that I didn't have to shoot any of them. <laughs> uh, between Dustin and Craig, they did amazing getting uh, an enormous amount of, of, of video content. We have so much going up with these shows it's fantastic um but uh all right so let's move over to frontierland, frontierland. well toontown toontown, oh, toontown. To yeah toontown let's go to first. toontown again now this is an entire land we don't have and even when we did have mickey's toontown fair here uh it was never anything close this was like an actual town this was yeah. i this, mean it's Unbelievable! We you had know, the trailer park. Right, yeah, basically, <laughs> we had the throw. We had the the, the the quickly thrown up version. Um, this uh, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, yeah. I think, is a great. The queue for that is intense. Is amazing. Is it ever full though? I mean, no. it was the longest queue I've ever seen. Right. They just built in for just in case. Yeah, just in case. I mean, no, it gets it's busy during the summer. Yeah, but it's but, it's so different. It's so different than anything we have here or anything we've yeah. had here. Yeah. And I think I think Toontown there is just I it's that's never I don't think you're ever going to see them take that down. The whole time I was walking through, I was saying my kids would love this, yeah. yep, especially with Mickey and Minnie's house, and you have Goofy's house and Chippendale's treehouse. And the details are so cool. Like there's these things that you step on around the fountain, and they make like horn yeah. noises, and <laughs> it's cool. Just walking through Mickey's house, I'm you know thinking of what I can tell my kids because they would love that. Oh, there's Mickey's bed. There's his backyard. They never had a chance to experience that here. Yeah. Well, Roger Rabbit needs a lot of credit, too, because that's the only place you can see anything Roger Rabbit at Disney anymore. And, like, I got that the day it came out on Blu-ray. I have it in, like, every single format. (laughs) I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. And it's such a shame that you can't see it anywhere but there. But that also gives me a reason to go back again. That was uh, Zemeckis did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Yep. But it's, yeah, again, Toontown out there, I think, is, is fantastic and very well-themed, very well-put-together. So, uh, again, something we don't, we don't have out here. Yeah. Um, now we'll move over into Frontierland. And what stood out for you in Frontierland? I loved the Rivers of America section. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful. Very different than ours. Yeah. And the area leading up to it is just so huge. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they use it for Fantasmic, and so there needs to be standing area and seating for that. But it was just so huge. Like, you walk up, and it just takes over the whole landscape. And that's an important point to mention that in uh, Disneyland, uh, Fantasmic is performed on the Rivers of America. It's not a separate stadium like we have here. And it's a whole different experience. And I'll tell you, you see... uh, Fantasmic in Disneyland, and then you come see it here, and you're like, "Oh, it's true." I couldn't and believe that way—the way the whole area transformed to accommodate the show. It's brilliant. Yeah. Things come out of the ground. There's yeah. like these huge light poles that come out, yeah. and the and the stage actually that's on Tom Sawyer Island. It's just amazing to me that that's a guest area. 
that and during the day you can go walk around yeah. and then it, it it has a huge dragon on it during Phantasmic. Yeah. It's just so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just a whole different whole different experience. What else about Frontierland? Obviously, we have um, uh, well on the rivers of America. You could do the Columbia, which I thought was really cool. It's a different they have ship. Two ships that sail around. They have the Mark Twain, um, and also the Columbia. And it's really cool. They they go for a little trip, and uh, you go underneath the ship and see um, like the sleeping cabins. They have right. a kitchen and stuff. You can just explore. But then on the way, they have like little vignettes set up, kind of like we do on uh, the river, the Lily Bell. Um, how you can go see like the Indians and things like that. Native Americans. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. Then they have like animals and stuff. So yeah, it's a nice trip. And you can, when you're up on the ship, you can actually get really good views of New Orleans Square. Yes, some great views. Yeah. Did you do the canoes? I did not. And I was so upset because I wanted to do them. And then Craig checked in on them on Foursquare. Yeah. And he did them without me. I so. did do them without you. <laughs> and the canoes were amazing. But... I had a horrible experience on them because I had a little girl behind me and she wasn't doing anything but slapping the water with her paddle. <laughs> so I got off and I was just soaking wet. See, that's like, when you slap the little girl with the paddle. I, I was doing everything I could to use my oar to like block hers. So I was like timing my strokes to block everything. But it was just so interesting to see the rivers of America from that experience. Uh, and not only that, but the canoe guides are hilarious because they just berate you the entire time and they belittle it's, it's, you. It's similar to going and, on Jungle Cruise. I mean, you got somebody telling jokes the whole way around that. Yeah, like ours, he didn't even, he told a couple jokes, but he's just like constantly, you know what, at this point in time, it's going to take us two more days to get around here. Yeah. Like just trying to get us to work more, but it it was hilarious. Like it, you didn't know whether to keep paddling if they would do the work or if you're just going to sit there and laugh. Like it, it was awesome for me seeing those. That's one of those, again, iconic things that, you know, I remember see, well, I, I wasn't alive, but you, you've seen the videos of like opening day and you think about Frontierland, Davy Crockett coming and seeing all the canoes and the boats and stuff. It's just something that is so different with Disneyland than from Disney world that, that we just don't have. And I, I love that, kind of nostalgic history feeling that is associated with the canoes in Frontierland. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Unfortunately, Thunder Mountain was closed. Yeah, Big Thunder was closed under refurb. And uh, I didn't get a chance to go over to the ranch area. Big Thunder Ranch. Right. Uh, And that's a petting zoo. Petting zoo. And then they have Mm -hmm. the barbecue out there. But they've been using the space behind that used to be the the Hunchback of Notre Dame show. They've been using that as they call it the Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree. So when they're doing a lot of the limited limited time magic stuff, or that's where the characters the are, the yeah. un- forgotten yeah. friends, yeah, the, the yeah. long lost friends or whatever mm-hmm. that forgotten, <laughs> forgotten friends. <laughs> they've been using that area a lot for special events. But uh, anything else stand out to you in Frontierland? Not much, really. There was this cool. Um, quick service place uh, you probably know the name it had these beautiful murals on the w- on the wall you kind of walk through um oh yeah yeah yeah, Rancho yeah. yeah. Okay. i didn't eat there but i just right. saw the. i thought it was beautiful yeah. Yeah. the theming um another land that exists in disneyland that does not exist in disney world is new orleans square and uh, this is where i was blown away with new orleans square. isn't it amazing yeah. uh this is where we have uh, you find the haunted mansion is in New Orleans Square, and uh, we also find Pirates of the Caribbean in New Orleans Square, as well as the Venerable Club Thirty Three, which we had a chance to have uh, a rather disappointing dinner. I've got to be honest, if I have to say, it was not. Uh, I loved it only because of the fact that we were able to be in there. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. It was my so, first time being there, and so it was. It was not the first time for me, and I thought because we had had uh, we had had dinner at uh, the Napa Rose at the Grand Californian the night before, which was mind-numbingly extraordinary. Last few experiences I've had at Napa Rose weren't that good. This made up for them. Believe me, it was amazing. And Club Thirty Three didn't measure up. It didn't measure up. The service didn't measure up. The service was terrible. It was I all very a, quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, we I wanted rushed. to stay in there for hours. And we to, were rushed yeah. through our meal. And that was really disappointing. Because um, every time I've ever eaten at Club 33, it's been an extraordinary experience, except for that time. And I was kind of angry about it because, you know, these yeah. guys, it was their first time. I know you guys, uh, Dustin's been before, Corey yeah. and, and Tom. 
but for you guys, it was your first time, and uh, I wanted it to be, you know, I wanted it to be as great as the night before was at Napa Rose. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, it's just it was so exciting though, like ringing the doorbell and then it is. having there's, the guy come his, to the door. The history and there. You, you can't, you can't, you can't beat. And I don't know how the four of us crammed into that <laughs> elevator, but we did. <laughs> Surprised we didn't break it. But yeah, it was exciting. We got to see the harpsichord and everything. So, and for those yeah. not familiar, Club Thirty Three is a private club in Disneyland. It's members only. To get in there or eat there, you have to be a member or you have to know a member. And fortunately, I know a member, so you know, I can I can get in out there when when I'm out there. But uh, I uh, it's and it's really kind of very nondescript on the outside. There's just a placard that says Thirty Three. There's nothing. No big hoopla, just a door. Then you go inside, and it's you know this was a place Walt had built to entertain VIPs and celebrities and things like that. And it's impossible to get a membership into this club. And even if it is possible, it's incredibly (coughs) expensive. Very expensive, um, and they stopped taking. They even stopped taking waitlist. They even (laughs) stopped taking waitlist. They opened it up briefly when they opened up. uh, Yeah, when they opened up Carthay Circle. But, uh, you know, a lot of people want to be members of Club 33 and will pay anything to do it. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. I would absolutely pay. But uh, I enjoyed the food there. Like, my meal was good. and But it was, you have to admit, it was not yeah, as good. It, Coming w- off of Napa. It wasn't as good as that experience, but the food was still really good. And it was nice to have my mint julep that I talked about all day. <laughs> he did. He was a he was my, proper Southern Belle. In my fake accent. But, um... <laughs> I won't do that anymore. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. But I like that. And going out on the balcony and being able to get Yeah, that was really cool. at everything and, you know, not to like say that we're better than anyone cuz we're not, but although getting out on the balcony was was so hard to do oh, because yeah. the tables are right up against the the balcony doors. So you almost have to like ask people to yeah. move or Excuse like me. squeeze me. yourself yeah. in between the chairs. I don't know. Like the guy who was there in the sweatpants and There was a sweatshirt. man in sweatpants yeah. eating. Yeah. Yeah, you can do. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, very I different from ours. Loved it. Yeah. Amazing, isn't so it? So much better than ours. Yeah. I, it is light years better yeah. than ours. Um, I just loved the, even the story. Like ev- the whole process of getting onto the ride is different. Um, but even just the story, like you're in this bayou and you're kind of going along, and there's like these old trees and yeah. with moss on them, and just it's just so great. And there's the, even the scenes are different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start high and then you go down a drop, mm-hmm. and that's where most of the ride happens. And then towards the end, there's two drops. And then you have to go up a big ramp at the end to get back off the boat. And then you have that awkward moment where your boat passes by all the people in line. It's really close to the queue, and so you're kind of just sitting there not wanting to look at them. I don't know, maybe that was just us. I think it was just you. Oh, no, I was looking at them. But it was awkward. Yeah. But that's part of that. That's what makes it so charming there. The awkwardness. If it's your first time going on it, like I remember my first time going on it, and you get inside the building and you're like the ride's right there you're going right past it and then once you get into the bayou scene and you see everything it just then you're even more confused like for a disney world person who's never been there before they're not going to know what to expect by it and it is hard like we can talk all about it but you can't describe it without actually being there and seeing it it's just it's incredible what about haunted mansion um I loved Haunted Mansion, like the exterior of it. Um, the I facade the is completely different than ours. Yeah, it's so mm. different. And even the queue, you know, you kind of walk through a smaller cemetery, and it's, it's really nice. The ride, I didn't notice too many differences. I don't think there are too many differences. There's a few. I mean, like, yeah. you, you ride past, like here you ride past some of the stuff that you walk past. It yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. we don't have the, the stairway room. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I would love to see it at... Um, in the holidays when they do the, the layover. Yeah. They do the, uh, the, uh, yeah, the layover? I don't know where that came from. The, the uh, overlay. I just switched the, the two layers. He has travel on his mind. Um, <laughs> Hunter Mansion holiday. Yeah. Uh, and that starts the end of September. Should be usually mid-September through the first of the year. And, oh, so uh, it's both Halloween and Christmas. Yes. It, it, well, oh, it becomes good. a night. Yeah. It becomes it, the, the uh, overlay is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's amazing. It's amazing. Again, one of the things they do out there that we don't do out here, and I hope it stays that way. I mean, there's a part of me that would love if our Haunted Mansion did that. But, you know, I kind of go back and forth with it because I love to, I absolutely love that that uh, overlay. And I would love to be able to do that here just because it's so cool. But at the same time, 
you know, I love the fact that there are things out there that are unique that I look right. forward to seeing and doing when I go out there. Well, they also have a Christmas um, small world small overlay. World, yeah. That's yeah. correct. Do they? Is it decorations or just music or both? Uh, both. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Decorations and they change That's the cool. soundtrack. Well, I mean, just the holiday. I mean, yeah. we could do a whole show just on that. Uh, okay. The holidays out there are very different. They do a lot of different things mm-hmm. than, than we do out here. But uh, what else about New Orleans Square? Did anything else stand out to you? Jeff, definitely the layout. So, like, you walk through these streets and alleys, and it's just so it's so condensed that you it's very immersive. Like, you just yeah. walk through, and you feel like you're actually there, like, walking through these streets. And there's shops all along the way, and there's street signs, and... I don't know, it's just it's very charming walking through. Along the same lines, I really like, um, if you're coming from Main Street, it's not as big a deal. But if you're coming from uh, Adventureland or from, like, uh, the part of Frontierland where the Backyard Barbecue thing is, that uh, the uh, Thunder Ranch area, it's, it's kind of like this grand reveal, New Orleans Square and Frontierland uh, revealed together. It's just this big open space, and you've just been in, like, this narrow walkway. It's, it's a very very grand feeling when you first walk in there i love it yeah i uh there's a number of things you know we keep talking about the little shops it's one of the things i think is that disneyland definitely has over us is that a it's a different even though there's a lot of the same merchandise out there that we have out here there's a lot of stuff we can't find out here oh yeah every time i go out there i find things that i've never seen before and whether it's in uh, the Disney Anna store on Main Street, off the page, over in California Adventure, uh, or even the World of Disney at Downtown Disney, um, there are just the shopping, I, I think, is much better. I think it's a much better, I think because, in part because the stores are kind of uh, compartmentalized and specialized. Yeah. That the, uh, you can go into different stores and find different things. Unlike here, where it feels like every store I go into, I'm looking at the same stuff. I had a tough time. I was looking for unique stuff for Ferris and Finley and Julie. And what I thought, I was buying something unique. I, you know, I was in World of Disney the other day, and I see same shirt, except it says Walt Disney World mm-hmm. on it. I'm like, ah. Yeah. But there are some great shops around downtown Disney. There's, you know, the Vault, uh, Vault 28. Is that right? Vault yeah. 20. Yeah, Vault 28. Yeah. And then... Um, D Street, and my of, favorite store uh, in all of Disneyland is uh, Wonderground Gallery, which is fairly new. I think it's only been there for the past year or so, yeah, something like that. But uh, they have all these like special art pieces, prints, and Corey's shirt that he's wearing right now came from there. Um, just all these like um, unique uh, Disney designs. So it's not like traditional, yeah. right? Kind right, of very representations of the characters. very artistic. Yeah, exactly. But it's uh, really nice. One of my favorite places to eat in Disneyland. And the whole resort is in uh, New Orleans Square. No, it's not the Blue Bayou. Uh, Cafe Orleans. Um, they serve the Monte Cristo, which uh, that was really good. It's amazing. It's disgusting, but I mean, it's a deep fried ham and cheese sandwich with jelly on top and powdered sugar. <laughs> How could it be bad? How could anything that tastes that good? be bad for you um and i uh who, who who did i have order one this trip i didn't i ordered one you ordered I one i had a, I had a thing on it i had a couple of pieces of his because i couldn't you know I'm trying to lose weight so um you know oh please deep fry my sandwich uh <laughs> but it's always very good it's always right. very good and everybody everybody talks about blue bayou which is a restaurant located inside pirates of the caribbean and it's horrible. I mean, it's absolutely. It, it's People gotta rave be the, about it, but I've never had a good experience. It has there. got to be, in my opinion, among the worst restaurants really? in any Disney location I have ever visited. Whether we're talking about Paris, whether we're talking about Orlando or California, I think it is consistently awful. I think it rests. On its laurels of the fact that it's located in Pirates of the Caribbean, it is dark. It is overpriced. The service was boring if it wasn't bad, and the food was terrible. And Disney should be ashamed of themselves. I've said it for years, and I keep going back. I didn't do it this trip, but I keep going back, saying maybe this time, maybe this time. Four times I've done that, and I finally said, you know what? Got the message. This place is crap. I'm not going back. The line for it is unreal. 
like you almost can't walk through it because yeah. people are just crowding around that desk to check in. And so Cafe you, Orleans, you can usually, if you don't have a reservation, you can usually get table within 15, 20 minutes at the most. I don't think I've ever waited more than that. And it's nice. You can sit outside in the patio and watch the people go by and the food's good. I mean, it's not gourmet. It's not, you know, oh my God, but it's good. It's good. I think it's better than Blue Bayou. Um, and certainly not as expensive. But uh, one of my favorite places to eat out there. Um, and now, what am I missing? My computer died, so I don't have my notes. Critter Country. Yeah, critter yeah country. we have Critter Country. Um, we did Winnie the Pooh there? Yeah. And I think that's all we did. Is, I, I did Splash Mountain, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Splash Mats were Splash Mountain. I was already wet from the canoe ride, so I figured I'd go on Splash yeah. Mountain, too. How did it compare? Uh, I prefer ours, mainly because of the how they do the Matterhorn and our Space Mountain-style seating of one in front of the other. And I did single rider on it, and I was placed with a family of five, and I was in the back seat, so my legs are straddled around a stranger that I don't oh. even know. <laughs> That's not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, nah, I, it was still a good ride. Uh, there is a lot of differences. Um, like some of the show scenes, I actually enjoyed there more. I think theirs is a little bit longer, which is the consistent trend with most of their rides. It's a little bit longer, but I enjoy ours because it's not awkward seating. So, but now, Pooh was great. Now, Tom, the yes. when was Critter Country added? It's not an original. He portion. looks so lonely back there, doesn't he? But there's the cone. <laughs> he has the cone. Yeah. I love how the cone has a microphone. And yeah. the cone doesn't have its headphones on. <laughs> Oh, I should have done that. But yeah, right, Tom? It, it became Critter Country when Splash Mountain opened. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. It was Bear Country before that. Yeah. I'm missing something. Adventureland. Adventureland, thank yeah. you. Which is actually my favorite, I think. It's a f- amazing. Yeah. Their it's a lot smaller than ours, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is. But you have Jungle Cruise and Enchanted Tiki Room there. And but you Indiana also, Jones. You also have Indiana Jones, arrive, is, uh, an attraction we don't have. Which is uh, unbelievable. Here. I, I loved it. Yep. The queue alone is crazy. Oh, yeah. You go through it. It's we got brilliant. fast passes. It is. Yeah. But it takes you through this whole like um, story of you're on like this archaeological dig, and there's this like film, this movie you watch, and uh, it's just it's just great and then you walk through and then you board the vehicle and it's I think it's isn't it the exact same ride as Dinosaur yeah, yeah. like uh, the sh- yeah, same, 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 ride ride, same ride mechanism yeah but not I the track it's, though uh, it's, the track if is if the it's same. not the same it's very very similar, I thought that yeah. they just took the yeah. exact yeah. same yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but you're like it's so open and um, well the the surroundings no, are different yeah but, but the layout okay. of the track is the same because I could connect it with oh this is the round thing we go yeah. through in Dinosaur yeah. And, okay yeah and then you go down the yeah Underneath the dinosaur, it was just, it's, the rock. It's, it's amazing. It's hands down the best Disney ride, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't think of it's anything that beats definitely it. Definitely high up there. Like whenever you're on the ride and you see the giant head with all the flames and everything going around, and the like the Raiders of the Lost Ark music comes on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like that's, sorry, Craig's having a stroke. <laughs> I, I kind of am. Like oh, I. I don't even know how to explain it. It was just one of the greatest moments yeah, it is of my fantastic. dorky, dorky life. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, it's oh my favorite ride. It's an awesome attraction, and and, and their Adventureland again, you know, is more definitely more intimate than ours. But I also think it's better themed. Well. Theirs is more intimate, mainly because of the Dole Whip line, which I think oh. at any given point of the day had at least 50 people coming from each direction. Yeah, it's so confusing because you have a line on the outside, but then you have a line yeah, the secret in the line inside, inside yeah. the queue of yeah. uh, Tiki Room. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's always crowded. It's like, I know whenever we went to do Tiki Room, we walked up like in that general direction and we're like, oh my God, look at the line for the Tiki Room. It's all the way yeah. back out here. Yeah. And then we keep walking and walking, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Dole Whips are right there. Mm. But it blew my mind, because ours, you might get 20 people at most in the line. But there, it had to be 50 people deep. Well, again, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's part of the culture. Yeah. It's part of that, you know, you have people, they get off of work, they go to Disneyland. They, it's the weekend. Did you notice how busy it got? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, starting Thursday night. Um, because locals are coming in. Yeah. 
Not that you don't get tourists from, you know, out of state and out of the country. You do. But it's uh, it's definitely a, a local spark. One million pass holders. One million pass holders. Oh. Wow. That's, they all show up for Fantasmic. Yep. Yeah, they do. Oh. Every one of them. Five that was organized chaos right there. Oh, yeah. We were on Main Street, and we had to make our way over to Rivers of America to watch Fantasmic. And it I was, think we had to go through Critter Country to get there. It was one of the worst experiences of my life, <laughs> yeah. honestly, because there were so many people, yeah. and you just could not get over there. And whenever you're walking around Disneyland, it seems as though um, you're always going against the crowd of people. So it's so hard to get around. So... But I guess it's just crowded. Yeah. Hey, we didn't have that hard of a time walking through because people were distracted by the fireworks that you couldn't even see. Oh, well, that time, but I mean, even getting back that to like was disappointing Square. that you guys didn't get to see the fireworks because it was overcast. Yeah, there was this weird fog or clouds or something. Yeah, yeah you see like glow, glowing light yeah. here and there, and the music pops. Was great That's about though, it. Oh. that was bizarre. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, our favorite things. Our top three picks at the Disneyland Park. I love the disembodied little heads. It's like I was expecting to start dancing around. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of creepy. (laughs) Oh, I like with those little animated mouths. Just hi. Yeah, it's very jib jab. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, let's uh, let's start with me. What 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 I say? My favorite things were okay. Um, New Orleans Square, absolutely. Club Thirty Three, Haunted Mansion. Um, I love New Orleans Square. I think it is probably the best land at any domestic U.S. Disney theme park. I love Haunted Man. I love uh, New Orleans Square. Fantasmic, hands down. Beats ours with a stick. Um, and Cafe Orleans, as I was mentioning, the Monte Cristo sandwich. I, If you... I'm, I, I'm sorry. I think it's worth flying out there just for the sandwich. <laughs> Seriously, Anna and Julep, and I, I Anna and Julep, yes, of course. But I, I, for me personally, I think you know, really, it's worth flying out there just to get the Monte Cristo. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's move over to Mr. Corey. Uh, of course, New Orleans Square. It's a it's a little taste of home. Without having does it, a, does it have that feeling for you though? Oh, absolutely! Without having to put your wallet in your front pocket, <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, you, you can't walk around with a drink in your hand. But I just love the entire uh, environment of it. Just those little—it's very picturesque for sure. Um, second, Space Mountain. Their version of Space Mountain blows ours away. It's smooth. the The cars are just—you know—you see two. Two to a side, uh, side by side. There's speakers. It's a smooth ride. I love that attraction. And their Toontown, specifically, that you can still see Mickey and Minnie's house. I just thought about my kids the whole time I was there and how much they would love to, to see that. So their Toontown is incredible. Agreed. Mr. West. Well, for me, it's, uh, I'm agreeing with you, Space Mountain, way better, way better, uh, out there. I love the music. I love the track. I, I like that they got away with being able to have the space uh, for doing one track instead of having the twin tracks that we have here. So that, that becomes a better coaster because of that. We also have a Indiana Jones Adventure. Definitely the same kind of thing Craig was saying. Um, I'm a huge Spielberg uh, Indiana Jones fan. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. So of course I absolutely, absolutely love that ride. And uh, Fantasmic. You just can't beat it. That's on my list. It's an ama- uh, they're fantastic. It's just a whole different experience from us. Whole I love different. the way they utilize everything, even the uh, sailing ship Columbia. Yes. Like, I was so shocked when that came out. Do they, they, at the end, they usually do um, the Mark Twain. Mark Twain yeah. It was on a refurb, so yeah. we didn't get yeah. to see that right. part. They were just like waving ribbons on Tom Sawyer <laughs> Island. They didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Um, so my number one is Main Street USA, because I worked at the Emporium, so it was important for me to... Uh, to really spend a lot of time on Main Street and mm-hmm. see the original. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, there's so many different ways, that, that places you can go and things to see. I love that the fact that their center street wasn't closed up. So here in Orlando, we have uh, the one side of our center street is closed. And it was incorporated into the Emporium. So now the one whole store is, is just one big thing. Um, but the, now they have like a, at Disneyland, they have the uh, Carnation, Carnation Cafe. Yeah. And it's just, it's really cool. To oh, we didn't talk about that amazing character breakfast we had at the... Uh, oh, yeah, I hope <laughs> we did talk about that. Do you want to talk about that now? I, I do. I want to I mention this. I want to mention this, that um, 
you know, look, it wasn't amazing because the food was good. Because uh, the food wasn't that good. I so remember the food being better than... Well, yeah. The, but the fact of the matter is, and I never thought I'd live to see the day, I'd say this, the character interaction was so good. Not like anything I've seen before. That it didn't, it really didn't matter. It was swarming with characters. It was, you couldn't, you couldn't get enough of them. They were constantly around, they were constantly there. And not just that, they weren't doing drive-bys. They were sitting down next to you, they were talking. Stealing were... wheelchairs. <laughs> Rafiki and was a trip. <laughs> then we saw Rafiki in a wheelchair. <laughs> now, obviously this was a guest's wheelchair who had like transferred out of it to sit at the table. And Rafiki decided to sit in it, at which point I snapped, all of us, I think, snapped pictures. It was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire um, life. It's like a sad face. I don't assume we have that picture. It was at the end of the video. Yeah. So, But it's at the end also, of the video. We'll put it up in the show notes, too. Um, but it was an amazing character meal. Yeah. And I, you know, like I said, not because the food was great. And maybe we just caught it on an off day. I don't know. But the food wasn't awful. Um, just wasn't fabulous, but it didn't matter because I think it's the best character experience, and, and it's character the, meal I've ever had. And it's the yeah. cheapest. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. What's its? What was the price of it again? It's, it's probably twenty six ninety nine something. Like I could have to look. Usually it's like twenty three ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine, and then they bump it up in the spring break and in the summer. But incredible, absolutely incredible. But. Uh, all right, so yeah, I'm sorry. I had a I had no, 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 sure that in. Yeah, we're talking about that. Um, and then my second choice is Jungle Cruise, mainly because it's just one of my favorite rides. I mean, when I applied to be a, um, on the college program, I wanted to be a skipper. Um, I didn't make it, of course, but Aww. <laughs> Aww. I got stuck in the Emporium instead. Um, but it you'll was get just, the point at the end. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> um, there. Uh, it's just like I said earlier, the history. John Lasseter worked there. I mean, you just. It's cool to be there and, and know all that stuff. Um, and then lastly, the bobsleds. I just love the Matterhorn. I don't think anyone else does. No. I think oh, I'm the only I one. Like but You're the only person alive who loves the matter- but Matterhorn. Honestly, a lot of that is just to do with the landscape. I just love the shape of that mountain. Like, you're on Main Street and you can see it over the I street. I think there's something in that we have to talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's just because it's pretty. That's you weren't breastfed enough as a child. Oh, no. <laughs> Mom, stop watching. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, Mrs. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, those are my three. <laughs> oh, he's getting wrecked. <laughs> we discovered this about Sean on this trip that Sean can blush. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Go ahead, go ahead. Switch to Craig. <laughs> Watch this. Cut to Sean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Okay, mine were. Uh, okay, Adventureland. Uh, <laughs> everything about it. Indiana Jones. Okay, we just wrote these yesterday, guys. <laughs> we all forgot what our favorite things yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, amazing. Jungle Cruise, way better than ours. The Piranhas in it. We also had a great skipper. I yeah. think he was Nick, but hands down, best skipper I've ever had on any Jungle Cruise. He was hilarious. Uh, and then the Tiki Room, um, their pre-show for that. Like seeing all the statues and they do their little interactive show, way better than ours. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, I already said that was my favorite dark ride. Yeah, and Fantasmic too. It was my favorite show the, of all the ones we saw. So, yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Finally, Mr. Bell. All right, my number one always has to be Space Mountain. Love the ride. It's it's my favorite ride in any theme park. Uh, fast, smooth. Uh, number two, uh, remember dreams come true. I'm sorry you guys didn't get to see a good version of that. That was the fireworks that was started uh, during the 50th, hosted by Julie Andrews. It's fantastic. And, and it's just an awesome fireworks show. It's, it's been around for a while, so I'm hoping they don't take it away. But I just I love how it incorporates attractions. So there's the yeah, Haunted Mansion yeah. stuff in there and Pirates. And, right. Yeah. And then, of course, number three, Fantasmic. You got to always mention Fantasmic when you're talking about the top three at things at Disney. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And uh, as I mentioned before, Tom's host of the Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition, their show coming out this Thursday. What are we uh, talking about this week? This Thursday, we're doing um, Mary Jo's going to take a, another scenic one of her scenic drives out to uh, somewhere in Southern California. She's going to Julian, California. It's like 
when some stuff you can do when you're not at Disneyland Park. <laughs> and then uh, Michael went to a, an event at the Walt Disney Family Museum for uh, so it was a D23 fan fan event. So he's going to talk about that. And you know, uh, it's an important thing to mention if you're planning a trip to Disneyland that uh, you're an hour away from so much in right. Southern California yeah. beyond the parks, whether it's going out to the, mountains, the beaches, the beaches, San Diego, San Diego, things like that. Um, and they talk about all that stuff and much more on Tom's show. So we encourage you to give them a listen every Thursday, disunplugged.com. And that is going to do it for part one of our Dis Team Goes West. Next week, we're going to talk about California Adventure. So we hope you tune in for that. Thanks for being with us, everybody. It's been great. Have a good one. And remember, stay out of the damn... Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Dustin. I'm sorry. I just, I I completely forgot. Um, And I don't know how I could have, because I'm the only one that's seen this... uh, Dustin's uh, video uh, that he put together for Disneyland. I asked him to do something uh, creative, um, and he certainly did. And uh, we're calling it Memories of Disneyland, and it's... Uh, do I need tissues? I don't know if you need tissues, but I'm not going to touch that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it really is... Uh, I, I think it's the best video Dustin's done for us, and I... I don't think I'm overselling it. And uh, that is how we're going to close out the show. I'm sorry. I forgot. That's <laughs> okay. what I said I wanted to do. And uh, so enjoy Memories of Disneyland. Thanks for being with us, everybody. We'll see you next time.